This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. It is time to head out to the Toyota of Hollywood hotline. Shop hundreds of Toyotas indoors in one of America's largest showrooms at Toyota of Hollywood on 441 between Hollywood and Sheridan. On the line is Odyssey NFL insider Brian Baldinger. Insider calls are brought to you by Old Spice. Men have skin, too. All right, thanks, Woody. Before we get to all this sports stuff and, and this football stuff, I've already seen we got a couple guys brought their dogs into work. That pisses me off. Like, what? what this this goes on. Baldy, have you ever heard of guys bringing their dogs to work? Well, well I mean, they have these dogs for everything now. For work, for comfort, for... Um, I don't know, like to calm you down. I, I didn't know. I, I've never, I, I've personally never seen it, Joe. And I would never advocate it. But I, I see this stuff on airplanes and in yeah. airports. Like they can't leave home without them. So I'm not sure what that's all about, to be honest with you. I, see I my, want my dog to be lap, like loving me, Joe, when I walk through the door at home. That's it. Yeah, yeah. So I, I just noticed, I'm going, they did it again, man. And, and they do it when the big boss, she comes to town every couple weeks. She, they must have found out she loves these dogs. And then they, they let them run around. Anyway, I, I'm done. All right. Hey, we, we got one. Right. <laughs> on. <laughs> we got, hey, Baldy, I haven't talked to you, man, being up there in that Philadelphia area. Vic Fangio says, hey, one year's enough. I'm out of here. I'm going back to the Eagles. Were you surprised, or did you see that potentially coming? Maybe, maybe he sees how hard it is to you know get players in South Florida, Joe, to concentrate just on football. <laughs> there might be, there might be just like just a few too many distractions down there. Like I think uh, that might be part of it. You know, he he was there as a consultant. Honestly, when they lost Jonathan Gannon, they thought that Vic was just going to like step right into Gannon's shoes. And I think they were a little miffed uh, when he took off down to, you know, join the groups down in Miami there. And so when they had a chance to get him back, they, they jumped at it. But, you know, I mean, I don't know all the things that are in play here, Joe. I'm not, you know, in that world right now, reporting and all that stuff. But, I mean, I think it's always been a little tough to get guys to concentrate, you know, 12 months out of the year down there. 
Well, that's the knock on us again, man. You're you're right. As I thought that stuff was done, and apparently, it, you know, everybody's saying or Jaws breaking it on WIP up there that uh, it's still going on down here. Vic wants guys to spend a little time on the football field, and they're worried about club live and chasing all those beautiful yeah. combination packages that you and I love so much, Baldy. Gosh darn it. Yeah, well, yeah, no, it's, it's, a, it's a terrible life, but, yeah. um, you know, it's, uh, it, 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 it's, you know, it's not unlike any other place yeah. in the United States when you're trying to build a football team. Maybe that's why they're so good in Kansas City, Joe. Like, there's just Good not point. a whole lot else out there right now. Good point, man. And those fans don't care how cold it is. They're ready to go. So, I got to ask you about Anthony Weaver, the Baltimore Ravens yeah, uh, sure. uh, defensive line coach, now going to be the coordinator for the Dolphins. Well, the same agent for Vic is the same agent for Anthony Weaver, uh, number wow. one. But Anthony Weaver's been – yeah, so, you know, kick the dots there, Joe. But um, Anthony is – he's qualified. You know, he's, he was a great player, Notre Dame grad. Uh, buttoned up, you think he could run? I mean, he's he's a buttoned up guy now. Been a defense line coach, been a defense coordinator in this league. Got a good resume. I thought honestly he was going to get a lot of head coaching uh, interviews. He might have. I, I don't know all the interviews that take take place, but I think he's I think he's very qualified, Joe. So I think they're getting. I think they're in good hands with Anthony Downer right now. So uh, I got to ask you, man, everybody's talking about Mahomes right now and we're going through the Mahomes and then the Brady stuff and, and all that. Man, yeah. I, I think Steve Spagnola is a guy that everybody should be talking about what he has done with that defense. Thank after- you, Joe. Thank you. Thank you for saying that. I mean, I've seen it twice. Honestly. <laughs> yes. Joe, I, I mean, I'm good friends with Spag, so I'm, you know, I'm a little biased. But forget about that. Like, uh, I remember – before the year before he went to Kansas City, he was out of a job, and he could have taken a job, but he he wanted to. Honestly, his his wife was from Philadelphia. He wanted to spend time in Philadelphia with her. She had a business there, so um, he, he was he came over to NFL Films every Monday, and so you know I mean I was friends with him. So he'd come up into my office, you know, watch film, whatever. But honestly, he was more interested, and I thought this was great. He was really interested in studying the college game. And what they were doing to stop the spread and against uh, the up-tempo offenses, and he was just looking ahead to what we're, you know, we're getting in the NFL now. I think he's the best big-game defensive coordinator and strategist that there is in the league today. And for him to go through Miami, Buffalo, Baltimore to get to here after what he's already accomplished, taking down Tom Brady and the Patriots, going for perfection. I mean, I, I mean, he's he's perplexed that he can't get a phone call and all these other guys are getting jobs because he he'd love to get a second shot at, you know, being the head coach someplace. You know, it's funny because I don't, after seeing the Baltimore defense, I don't think there's a more talented defense in Baltimore's, but you watch Spags guys play together, man. They look like they got six or yeah. seven pro bowlers. Cause that team plays together as a group, like nobody's business. Yeah. They do. They, they do Joe. And last year they had six rookies that were on the field. And they started four in the Super Bowl, and those kids are all, you know, veterans now. They all wear the T-shirt in spags we trust. They love them. He hates the T-shirt. He hates the attention. But it's a good group. They're smart. You know, the, the one thing about teams that blitz, Joe, and blitz a lot the way Spags does, is do they hold up on the back end or do they break down? And, you know, they held up last week against Baltimore. They got one play down the field on them on one little breakdown uh, miscommunication. But ultimately – they, they, you know, they're a, they communicate well. They play really hard together. They're good tacklers. 
Um, they play a bunch of different possess, uh, positions. This um, Trent McDuffie is some some kind of player oh right God, now, and uh, you know he's about as versatile as they come. Whether you want to play press man, you want to play in the slot, you want to play out wide, and they're all in. They're all in on his group right now. Yeah, I thought they were the best press team. I'm glad you said that. The only team I saw that actually jammed Tyree Kill and did a good job yeah. that wasn't scared to death was was Kansas City and and what they did. So uh, I got to ask you about Roger Goodell. There's been a lot of talk. I want to ask you about officiating. I don't want to get into all the other stuff. Um, I. I don't think when you step back, I don't think the officiating's that bad. I know there were a few calls, and you would come on, and we talk about you know all the offensive linemen running out on the field at the same time, and who's eligible and who's not. What do you think overall of the officiating in the NFL? Well, I defend the officials, Joe. I mean, I do defend them uh, when I when possible because I've I've gone through their training camps and I see how hard they work at it and how difficult the game is to officiate. And, you know, now they bring in New York, and New York makes some final calls and some things. I don't think that's really – but, you know, we want to try to get it right. You know, nobody's – we're going to look at these replays when they get it wrong over and over and over again. And that's – you know, nobody's eyes are that good, Joe. Nobody can slow the game down, call these plays in real time. You know, I think in the Baltimore-Kansas City game, Joe, I think there was a total of five penalties called. You know, we're seeing these playoff games where they're – and I, th- I don't know that they officiate it differently. Maybe the teams are just a lot better. That's why they're still standing. But, you know, ultimately, I, I think the, the postseason has been officiated really well. And, you know, we get to the postseason, we just want to see great football. I think we've seen great football. We've seen competitive games for the most part. And so, you know, even that play at the goal line, you know, with Zay Flowers going in and trying to stick the ball over the goal line, that's not an easy play in real time to call. I mean, it's, he's a matter of inches away from crossing the line. Call. They yeah. got that play. They got that called in real time, Joe. That's you know, that's one of those plays where did, did the ball cross the line or didn't it? Like they're standing on. They got that thing in real you know real time. They called that right. Um, it, there's look. It's a very complicated game. It moves really fast. The rules are complicated. I mean, we're always going to be asked about it. We're in Vegas here, Joe. There's always you know the. You know, the outliers out there that think, hey, there's this conspiracy theorists and all that, that think, like, this thing could be rigged. Like, you know, what side of the – I mean, I hear all that. We all do. But, you know, that's not happening. But, you know, they just want to be above board here. You come to Vegas, you want to make sure that everything is on the up and up. And, and I think the way it's been officiated has been good so far in this playoffs. Odyssey NFL insider Brian Baldinger here with us on QAM. Insider calls are brought to you by Old Spice Gentleman's Blend Body Wash, providing exfoliation plus 24-7 moisturization because men have skin too. Baldy, uh, we got to get back here for just a second, and, and, and we should be talking about him because he is that good. Patrick Mahomes has been just unbelievable what he's done with this group of receivers and everything else. But um, all this talk, especially from young people around here around me, like, oh, Mahomes is already the best court. I go, listen, man, Tom Brady played till he was 45 at a high friggin' level. And we got people mm-hmm. already want to, like, quickly – and I got nothing against Patrick Mahomes. I think he's the best player in football. But you got to do it for a while before you decide you want to jump all these young guys ahead of all these guys that have done it for a long time. Do you agree? Yes, of course. Yeah, Joe. I mean, I put this thing in perspective. I mean, look, he might win three three Super Bowls in how many years? I mean, Aikman won three in four years, and Montana won four in less than ten. I mean, you know, there's, there's, you know, Bradshaw won four, you know, within a decade of the 70s. 
I mean, there, there is like a lot of guys still out there that have had tremendous careers, and they did what Patrick's doing in a, a compressed period of time. And I, it's not to take anything away from him. I mean, he's an amazing, amazing player. And we're, thank, you know, we're all grateful that we have quarterbacks at that level in our game today. But you, you've got to put this thing in perspective. And so I don't know that anybody's ever going to get seven. I mean, Brady got his seventh at age, whatever it was, 44, 45, Joe. Um, that, that, I mean, that's still – yeah. No, I'm with you. <laughs> out of reach, out of reach of just about anybody. Yeah, I uh, I agree. Uh, the Brock Purdy stuff. Everybody's podcast uh, has got an opinion on uh, Brock Purdy and Cam Newton and the rest of them. Uh, I think he's pretty damn good. What do you think, Joe? I've been calling him uh, the silent assassin for a long time now. I, I love the kid. I think you know, I think there's only a couple of quarterbacks in this league that are capable of winning a Super Bowl. I mean, I don't think there's even ten. And I think he's one of them, and he's proven it. Now, whether he does or not, I don't know. But, you know, they're knocking on the door second year in a row with this kid. You know, he hasn't played two full seasons yet. And here they are, championship game last year, Super Bowl this year, and he's the guy that's distributing the ball and making all these plays and making these reads and doing it in a way that, you know, the numbers have never been approached the way that he's doing it, throwing the ball down the field, attacking coverage, Window, you know, tight window throw. I mean, you name it. And then to see the scrambles that he had last week, wow. you know, uh, against Detroit. I mean, he's a, he is a uh, he's an unbelievable decision maker. And then he has all the talent to get the ball wherever he needs to. Hey, uh, real quickly before I forget, Joe Barry uh, from Green Bay has just signed to be a coach, a linebacker coach, and helping the running game with the Miami Dolphins. You know anything about Joe Barry at all? Yeah, yeah, Joe. Joe goes back to Monty Kiffin's days in Tampa, in Tampa too, and all that kind of ah. stuff. Um, yeah, I mean he goes he goes way back now, twenty plus years. He's been around the league a little bit. Um, it's probably a good spot for Joe right now. After you know, I, I was a little surprised that uh, they made that change in Green Bay, but you know, evidently they didn't like the way. Uh, well, whatever. I mean, uh, these coaches all have the reasons why things get changed. But I thought he had a great game plan against Dallas. Um, kind of throttled them up. I thought he was in pretty good shape in that victory they had down there. But uh, Joe, Joe's a quality coach. Been around a long time. Played. Uh, been coaching in a lot, a lot of different systems. Uh, but you know, he's got his way of uh, of going about his business, and I think players will will respond. All right, buddy. Who do you like in this game? We've gone back and forth. Sounds like you you like Kansas City a little bit in this game. I do, I do, and it's it, you know, look, I, I think San Francisco. Like, I don't know, you know, I mean, I just can't go against Mahomes and Andy Reid and Spagnola and the guys that have been here before, and they know how to prepare and how these games are played and been here before and probably yeah. will act like it. I'm not saying San Francisco won't. I think they're pretty locked in, but I like the Chiefs to go get themselves another one. Wow. Baldy, thank you so much, man. You have a great time in Vegas, but stay out of trouble, man. At a certain time, you know that curfew time. You need to go to bed. So we, thank we talked you. about nothing good. Nothing good happens after midnight, Joe. That's right. For me, yeah, it was right. ten, ten thirty, whatever. Hey, my, hey Joe, it's, it's getting earlier and earlier. Thanks, Baldy. Take care, man. All right, buddy. Talk right. to you soon, Joe. All See right. you, bud. All right, Brian Baldinger joining us. All right. Uh, insider calls, Joe, brought to you by Old Spice. Men have skin too.